We're the Hydratonite Super Divas. If you got HS, you'll want to meet us. It's not your fault. Put the shame to a halt. HS Divas know how to have a ball. The Hydratonite is Super Divas. Put the shame to a halt, cause it's not your fault. What's up, guys? It's your girl Hala. I am here with Sid and Brinley for another episode of Hydratonitis Super Divas. Thank you so much, UCB, for sponsoring this episode, and let's get into it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Hydratonitis Super Divas. Today, we are going to talk about triggers with HS. So, I am here with my two beautiful co hosts, Mahala and Sid, and uh, let's just jump into it. We know that triggers can be. What is a trigger? <sighs> That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going back to the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, so triggers are something that you could potentially be doing that could start or instigate a flare to happen. So um, let's say for some people it's exercise and maybe that's because of the sweat or the friction or it could be because of the clothing choice that they're wearing, could be because of the fabric. It could be a plethora of different things. Um, so nailing down triggers can be really, really difficult to do, um, but it is something that is one of the pieces that we have control over with our own HS. So it's something that's important if you do know your triggers or are working on identifying your triggers, um, that it can really help you take control of what you can in your HS. Okay. So how, how did you guys learn your triggers? I feel like you're probably like always learning your triggers, uh, at least that's just the journey I'm on. I have went down the food trigger rabbit hole where I probably was triggering myself stress-wise <laughs> um, because I'm like, oh my God, really? We can't eat anything, <laughs> you know? There's so many different diets and fads and people out there putting all this information on the internet. And so I got pretty overwhelmed. So then I kind of just really shifted gears to like, what triggers can I really like try to figure out are that I could control. So I try not to sit for too long since I have it on my butt cheeks. Like obviously that's just not realistic for me. Um, I probably could never ever work a customer service job again where I have to sit majority of the days mm -hmm. out of the carts for me. And um, just like I try not to wear jeans every single day. That's just something like that friction with the clothes. So just paying attention to what your clothes are made out of. I know I try to stick pretty much to like cotton friendly things. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm still learning what my triggers are every day. Can you wear jeans except if you wear them more than like one day in a row or for a really long time? Because like I know personally I can wear jeans if I wear them for like half a day and not for multiple days in a row they won't bother me but it's like if it's if i overdo it and it's too yeah. much action it's a no-go yeah like i wore them yesterday and by the end of the day i was like oh my god like i'm a couple hours off from instant regrets yeah um and that's why you did not see me wearing them <laughs> today i'm like we're gonna do like some joggers and some loose pants um and even leggings come wearing leggings after like wearing jeans is still too much like mm -hmm. it's too tight in a way I have found biker shorts if I want that compression if I want that like tightness filling that's not too much you mm -hmm. know biker shorts are the way to go yeah and I think some people have issues with wearing like clothing that's too tight and some people have issues with wearing clothing that's too loose yeah. and I think the loose piece of it is because it creates more friction when you're walking as opposed to like a tight piece of clothing that's going to be hugging your inner thigh let's say if there's an extra you know 
basketball shorts. Yeah. You're going to have extra fabric there that's going to create that friction. But it really depends. And it's not always on the same day. Does it react the same way either? So you may wear something two days in a row and have two completely different reactions. And that has to do with all of the environmental triggers and, and stress that's around with that. Yeah, for sure. What are your triggers? Um. Well, I wanted to talk about one thing that's been very helpful with me and excuse me, sorry, learning my triggers is my sister's a behavior analysis so she's an, a scientist essentially she's, she's a criminal always, minds girl no, no she like it's not as cool i feel like oh. everything is so horrified i thought she worked at the bae <laughs> no, sorry no. she works on just essentially like making changes in your behavior okay. and it's actually been very helpful with me in hs though because she's been like write it down and she's made me personally document everything so like if my hs is really bad for a few months she's like have you been writing everything down what you're doing because sometimes like let's say you think you're eating clean or you're thinking you're exercising a lot and when you write it down you're actually not <laughs> like there's been so many times i'm like i eat healthy and then it's like oh, i ate healthy last week one bro, time you had yeah. a bag of chips three days in a row and you ate the whole thing but you had celery so you thought yeah you know what i mean like no you don't eat healthy girl you know like those little things so that's been really helpful with identifying and like even furthermore it's like write down what you eat write down what you're exercising is what write down what you wore write down what you did that day write down your stresses and i have seen one of my biggest triggers of stress 100 mm-hmm. oh yeah and i think what happens with me when i stress like it adds to so many other issues that then add to my hs mm-hmm. so like when i'm stressed i'm more likely to binge eat so then i'm yep. eating anything and then now I think I used to think example like sweets were a trigger for me. I don't think they necessarily are. It's when I'm stressed, I eat masses yes. of yes. it. And it's really just the stress and just living completely unbalanced life that's causing me to trigger, you know? Um, but I think humidity is a trigger of mine. Once again, I learned the adrenaline thing today. So I'm like, maybe it's really just me excited about vacations. Um, but typically my HS does not do well in humidity. And I do know when I start working out and like high sweat workouts like where i'm sweating i usually flare up sweat is the worst i mean i was set free when somebody told me that this wasn't a sweat gland disease because i'm like oh my god that explains everything um but it's not and i just found that like my sweat is like not my friend at all even when i work out that's why i used to shower before i would go to like practices and stuff when i was younger and then i turn around and shower as soon as i got home but even till this day it sounds true for me so i don't want to be extra and shower before i go to the gym but like i've even questioned if i have to be that girl at the gym who uses the gym shower Mm -hmm. like because i itch so bad i could just feel it affecting my skin and if i get into that freaking mom squirrel brain as soon as i get back from the gym to where i can't immediately go to that shower and next thing you know i'm helping a kid i'm doing something it's like three hours passed by i didn't even get to shower and now the next day i'm gonna have a flare because all that sweat exited you know as it should because of the workout but then it just sat there Mm -hmm. and just did the most and now sweat is terrible for me but i've had to be very careful with my triggers with making sure the thing I'm thinking is a trigger and not just a moment in time. So I, for a while, I started thinking exercising was my trigger and it's not. I can exercise. It's exercises that are making me sweat. So even a lot of the times I can do the same exercise inside with AC, no trigger if I'm doing it outside and I'm sweating, it's hot. 
I'm triggering. So that was even important to me because I got to a point where I was like, just don't exercise. I was probably me yeah. just trying not to go to a freaking gym, <laughs> to be honest. You know, but like actually exercising for the most part doesn't affect me. And even that, if it does, a lot of times it's the clothing I'm wearing, not the exercise. Yeah, you we know? cannot be wearing all that tight ass stuff you know even if i'm if i'm going to the gym to and i if you see me have leggings on it's probably like laundry day uh but i (laughs) or i have boxers on underneath that are cotton that are gonna catch most of that sweat because nothing is worse than when you have flares on the inner thighs and you're trying to freaking get an exercise in and all you have is this friction Mm -hmm. and you can't even completely do your exercises i mean there's always going to be specific limitations when you go there there's hardly a day that i go to the gym and i'm like everything feels great we're great everything's great you know but i'm like i try to do what i can to make it as breezy as I can without going to that limit of like, I just don't need exercise. I can't, you know, cause I don't, that's not healthy either. I yeah. feel so good when I can get that 45 minute workout yeah. in. And even walking, I think I've learned to just some things with HS, like, just don't be as extreme. So mm-hmm. like walking to me, I stand like if you have HS and are able to walk, do it, you know, like it's not a, what do they call it? Like high. Yeah. Not high intensity. Yeah, not high, not high intensity. aerobic. Yeah. 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 And I think you've mentioned yoga is incredible. Yeah. So for the most part. Yeah. So yoga is one of the things that, that we've found that works really, really well for HS, especially because it's low impact. So you're getting, I mean, before I ever did yoga, I was like, oh my God, that's hardly a workout, you guys. And then after I did it and my arms are shaking and my legs are shaking and I'm dripping sweat and I'm just freaking standing in warrior pose. And then I'm like, okay, I take everything back that I said. Please, I'm going to die. I think that it's it's nice because you can do it to whatever ability you have. um, But you also can amp it up if you need to. And it's not something that requires a lot of space. You don't always have to leave your house. You can do it on, you know, there's programs that you can use to do it on your TV. You can do it from a chair, Um, you know, so anybody can participate in that. And another really great exercise for us is swimming. Love it. I was literally going to bring out swimming. And I don't know if I should even be saying this because I don't know if it's true, but both chlorine and salt water have seemed to help my HS. Yes. Both. Yeah. So, and we're totally safe going in chlorine okay. uh, and salt water. Okay. What about the bleach baths? Because everybody feels some type of way and they really help me. And I'm like, I'm not pouring the whole damn bottle of bleach in here. No, I think the the thing with <clears throat> the bleach baths that can be difficult is because you're, you're trying to go after one specific area on your body. Let's say for you, it's like your butt and your groin, right? But you're still submerging your entire lower half. And so all of that skin is drying out not just the portion that you want to be dried out so all of your legs are getting dried out because that's what I the mean, bleach but be for real they were already dry <laughs> who was putting fucking lotion on their legs but every I, I single just, day i, I think hs is so unique oh. to everybody i guess that's brinley's okay. point I'm yeah you. i'm so proud <laughs> josh be like what's lotion i'm like see this is why black don't crack <laughs> But let me stop talking shit because I don't put it on my legs. They gonna age, baby. They gonna age. Oh my gosh. But I think I get what you're saying. Like it can create another problem. Yeah, but, yeah. it can. And so that's the only thing with like the the bleach baths. I think, and that can be it can be difficult for the rest of your skin because it is really drying. Um, but one of the things that we'll talk about on another episode, but just to drop it here is product suggestions. Um, so clean body wash, CLN body wash is basically kind of like bleach bath in a bottle. 
Um, so that may be a really good alternative, especially if you do have extremely dry skin after having a bleach bath, but really like what a bleach yeah. bath does for you. Mm-hmm. So um, something to, to take into consideration for sure. Okay. Brunley doesn't have a lot of food triggers, which no. I think is rare for a lot of people with HS, I would say. I think people tend to think they may have food triggers, but not be sure. Um, and I think food is always a difficult one because... I think that they're, for a lot of people, they can be triggers, but the question is, how do you find out if it's a trigger for you? And I think really the only way to do that is to keep a journal like your sister suggested, um, especially about the foods that you're eating, and then when you're seeing flares. Because the other thing is, HS is unpredictable, right? So we don't know when it's going to rear its ugly head. And is it something you ate yesterday? Is it something you ate two days ago? Is it something you ate five minutes ago? Who knows? So keeping track of that is really the only way that you can figure out for sure. Do we have an app for this? Damn. I think there's going to be one coming, I'm sure, because it's going to be... Because I'm sitting here thinking about, I've tried to do all these things. I've bought the journals. I tried to journal on regular day on paper. I tried to keep notebooks and pens everywhere. And I guess I'm just like, I just don't want to, or it's just not simple for me. And I have a really big problem with like going back and reading what I wrote. I don't know why. I'm just like, I write it down. It's in my brain forever, you know? But I'm like, I just wish it was more simpler, mm-hmm. I guess. It's work, but it's helped me with a lot of things. And I guess that's why my sister gets paid the big bucks. Because, like, these help. Like, it's one of the best ways to just track stuff. And I liked what Br- Brindley said because the only way to really see when and if it's affecting you is if you wrote it down. Yeah. So even something she's very much taught me is, like, even when my diet does affect my hs it's when i ate something i usually don't eat so for most people your diet's pretty consistent like let's even say you eat like crap you probably consistently eat like crap so you can usually even identify that and you tend to eat within reason the same things like you know you might do mexican on monday or once a week and all these things so i do feel like it's helpful and even that i started to learn how quickly I react from a trigger, which was very helpful for me. So, like, typically it's a few days to a week after I do the thing. It's not right away at all. For some people, it might be the next day. Yeah. Like, I've heard people with HS that say they can literally eat something the next day. It's fl- That's not how it works for me. So, but the only reason I know that is because I wrote it down. Hmm. Yeah. And I think our minds tend to fool us into thinking, like, oh, well, I'll remember. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember what my password is on 90% of what I have passwords for, let alone like remember what I ate during a day or a week. And I think the other part is, is that there's an accountability for it because you might be actually eating something that you're not paying attention to that you're eating that's causing the issue. And and I think educating ourselves about what we're eating also, whether you want to look at it from a trigger lens or not. Like Mm -hmm. when I started educating myself on inflammatory foods, for instance, like, I'll just say dairy because I know that, like, whether you're lactose intolerant or not, dairy is just, like, ick kind of for almost all of us. You know, it causes so much inflammation in the body. And that's just fact. Whether dairy and food is your trigger with HS or not, you're still bringing, ad- bringing, entering, you know, welcoming inflammation into your body. So um, I think just getting that nutritional facts yeah helps you make that decision to to like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna clean this up a little bit 
And the best thing to do with that information is, you know, we're we're not registered dietitians. We're not nutritionists, right? We're just regular people, like, living our lives trying to figure out what the hell's going on and how right. we can help it. So I think the best idea with that information is to go to, like, a registered dietitian or a nutritionist. Um, like, we work, one with a, we work with one with HS Connect. Jillian from Embrace Health Nutrition is the person that we work with, and she's wonderful. So not only does she have HS herself, which makes her, we love her even more for that, um, and we're supporting her, but she also understands it on a level that other people don't understand it. She yeah. knows like, okay, you really want to figure out what's going on because you want to do the best that you can for, you know, for yourself. So giving that information to someone else to look at, they're going to look at it from a totally different standpoint and not from a critical like, no, oh, damn, this chick eats too many, you know, church's chicken, whatever. <laughs> um, but that this could potentially be what your issue is. Yeah. And I think the the main thing that happens with people with food is that they instantly come out of the gate and they're like, I'm changing everything. And literally been there, like thrown everything out of my right. fridge. Once you watch What the Health, you will literally feel that way. It's mm -hmm. unrealistic, though. It really was. I bought all this food for all this money and asked me how much we ate. Yeah. Or how much I genuinely thought was disgusting. I think we got to get to that part, too. Like, Sometimes healthy food just, it does not look appealing. I don't want to eat quinoa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm going to eat the rice and the carbs. I'm going to. But also, I think I would actually, I'm even thinking, like, my sister would even be great to just come up because I, she's been very great with me with also teaching me it's not that extreme because when you ex do extreme behaviors, you can't keep them up, so you don't do it. So even her practice isn't about doing extreme behaviors it's actually about changing your behavior with one small one and building up to a right. life that works for you oh yeah which has been very powerful so even like even she has helped me even try to lose weight at one point but it wasn't it had nothing to do with hs but it was even as simple as like she told me like i don't want you to say you're not eating sweets you like sweets but let's just bring it down to once every other day you're an idiot two times a day you know let's try to bring it down to once a day to start out with and it was actually way easier than i thought but once again the data like i didn't even realize some of the things i was doing that were so easy for me not to do and it even had me hold myself more accountable mm -hmm. so even she's had me track with hs like are you doing the care you could do every day are you putting band-aids on open lesions that could help you if that's what you whatever's for you you know to do with your hs but even that so much of my tracking was like oh i also just half-assed the shit i should do and it wasn't even like i needed to change my diet it was like girl just put the damn band-aid on yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but the only way in my mind i'm like i put band-aids on all the time no the fuck I don't mm -hmm. and then that diary tracker and even something about with writing it down makes you hold yourself more accountable so at the end of the day I'm like you gonna see that you ain't wear a band-aid once you ain't you ain't write that down you know so then it was like girl let me go ahead and check that off in the morning and like it is work I will say it's yeah work, it's but working I think, it's working yeah. sometimes I, I don't want to do it. I'm just being completely honest yeah <laughs> well and I think that's part of it though honestly because the thing is if you if you come into it you know, half cocked and you're going to throw away all of the shit in your kitchen and think you are magically going to turn your children from chicken nugget you're eaters not. into broccoli patty eaters, you're not going to do that. And that is an unrealistic expectation. And then you know what happens with that? Stress. And mm -hmm. then you know what happens with stress? You've just triggered your HS. Yeah. So I think that's the other thing that we really have to pay attention to is that sometimes looking so hard for your triggers is also a trigger itself because it's the stress that you're spending so much time and energy trying to find the thing that may make you triggered and then that is in and of itself a trigger yeah. so it's don't go 
off the deep end with you if you think that food is a trigger for you start keeping a journal we have a diary on um hsconnect.org um under the printables there's a food and lifestyle diary that you can keep it's just a simple printed out page you can just write down the food if you've exercised or whatever on there we try to make it as easy as possible give that information to someone for whom it would be meaningful to figure out don't try to take this on yourself because it's really a difficult thing to manage you can't just scrap everything in your entire way of life and then try like living <laughs> like a brand, brand new, new today. person. Yeah, exactly. It work. Because it's an unrealistic expectation you're not going to be able to meet. And then you're going to beat yourself up for that. And then you're going to be down on yourself. And that in, in and of itself, again, is going to cause potentially triggers. There's no cure for HS. No. So we're just trying to manage it. Yeah. If we're being real or prevent, you yep. know, do anything preventative and manageable, we can. Yeah. And some people have had great success at identifying their triggers and being able to um, avoid those. And that is amazing. And I am so incredibly happy for the people who've been able to do that. And I give them kudos because it is not an easy task to do. Um, but also, please keep in mind that what works for one person won't work for another. At all. So just because there's an entire group of people who are on carnivore diets and that works for them, that is fantastic. And I'm so glad that they found what works for them. But I don't know if that's going to work for you. So is that something that you're interested in doing? And is that something you can realistically do? Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to keep that realism as part of the picture. Without that, we're sunk. Because and even if it isn't, you know, a trigger you're gonna stress yourself out we know extreme changes to your body or diet are never good for you yeah so get a personal trainer they will not tell you we're running 20 miles today never a good personal trainer would never that is not good for you even if you need rapid weight loss it's not gonna work so i think that's another issue with triggers and the feedback maybe we get from doctors too like if you go into a doctor and they're like lose weight you're like all right let me start myself let me but it's a not practical and what's probably gonna happen it's it's you're gonna gonna get the surgery and you're gonna freaking gain the weight so now you're actually doing a worse trigger but i think my thing with writing it down is like what other way can you track your triggers that's why i'm like bro i need something to like remind me of my phone that's mm-hmm. the one thing that i have i need an app that tells me pops up like hey it's noon what have you eaten today there's a million though you know there's no i mean genuinely for hs people i i just i want i want i want the well, inclusivity there is more maybe? there's more you're asking coming. a lot today girl she's asking a lot um, <laughs> hey she wants the world on a platter serve to her platter. now <laughs> Um, I think that there's more coming and there's there's definitely an app in the works that you'll be able to track your food on. And I don't know if it'll like pop up and say to you like, hey, what have you eaten? But I think that it will definitely be able to be more stuff in one place for us. Yeah. As opposed to kind of everything. Hmm? What? There's apps that already do it. I'm telling you. No, her. I know, but there is an HS specific app <laughs> okay. that's coming. Out. Okay, okay, dope. Not dope. just for that purpose, okay. but it'll also help. It'll track your medication. Yeah, your boils. Okay. Your, it'll your track abscesses. your abscesses. Okay. It'll track your yeah, time of your dope. month, like when you have your menses, and dope. it'll help you determine if you have a, you know, if um, hormones are a trigger for you. Okay. So there's definitely something coming down the pike for that. But. Okay. Yeah. See, my expectations are not too high. <laughs> okay. They're Should acting this way because I let, didn't let them eat sandwiches for lunch. Note okay. to self, I need to go back to the makers of said uh, app and double check that it's going to remind them, ask them what they ate today, <laughs> I know, or see. I'm going to have someone very upset <laughs> on my hands. So I was like, girl, yeah, she asks for specific <laughs> things. No, she basically said, make me an app. <laughs> now, if she kept trying to say it was HS, I'm like, girl, you want your own app. And can we change <laughs> the name to Sid's app? It ain't going to make no app. money if it's <laughs> just my app. app. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> 
but thank- I'll talk to you, CB. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We would love to hear your triggers. Yeah, if definitely. you guys would comment below. Um, sometimes there's triggers. I learned a trigger today, adrenaline, you know? So sometimes it's just nice to even engage with the comments and see what your triggers are. Yeah, and definitely. And go on to hsconnect.org and there's a form that you can use on there too to uh, comment, to ask questions, especially about triggers because they're so across the board. Mechanical stress, who knew that sitting could cause, a, you know, could cause flares. Yeah, yeah. Could be triggers. I mean, there's, it runs the gamut of everything across the board. Yes. And we also want to make a special shout out to UCB today. Thank you for hosting and sponsoring our podcast. We appreciate it. Yes. And tune in again for another episode of Hydrogenitis Super Divas. Hey guys, it's your girl Mahala. Thanks for tuning in to Hydrodenitis Super Diva Podcast and thanks for sponsoring UCB. We're the Hydrodenitis Super Divas. If you've got HS, you'll want to meet us. It's not your fault. Put the shame to a halt. HS Divas know how to have a ball. The Hydrodenitis Super Divas. Put the shame to a halt because it's not your fault.